Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of Friend Talks. My name is Emmy. And mine is G. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about basically how to not give a fuck, even though we sort of kind of still give a fuck. I mean, and like... But we kind of don't. But we kind of don't. We're like on that journey to not caring about what other people think. It really is a journey, you know? It is it takes a, a little time. journey. Um, and just like, you know, our struggle with it, how we got to the point where we are today, you know, the road that we have up ahead <laughs> and all of that. So, yeah. And here is us trying to be philosophical about things when we clearly aren't. Vibes. And that's the tea. <laughs> Me trying to be smart and pretend I'm like, you know, fucking wise. Not smart. I am smart. smart. But am I wise? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Well, I am. If you don't want to believe in yourself. <laughs> I'm not. Jesus. Jesus. Hold up. Hold the fuck up, out of here. Hold up. Hold up. Okay. Anywho. Anyways. Us <laughs> staring at each other. <laughs> Just like. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is a journey that everybody goes through because yeah. we've grown and like. Well, I feel like the Latino society. Ooh, let's start there. Bitch. Wow. That's a good starting point. Okay. I know. So. Because, I mean, growing in a Latino society, you always need to. I feel like we've talked about this in previous episodes. Maybe in like an episode and one. And the point is that we've lived. Yeah, I don't remember right now, but the point is that we live to this like imaginary like standards that it exists that we've yeah. created in the society, and that we yeah. need to look a certain way, or we need to act a certain way, or we need to, you know, we need to go to school, and then you go to university, and then you get married, and then you have children, and then you know you have grandchildren, and blah, 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 blah. you know. I feel like it's, and this might be for like every society. I feel like you and I only know growing up in a like Latino centered society. You have a more like 1, variety pack of it because you lived in in several places, but. Mm-hmm. For most of my life, lived in the same town from like where my parents were also like they grew up there. My grandparents didn't grow up there, but like still. And it's a very mm-hmm. small town, like She's not just super small. Girl, living. <laughs> girl, <laughs> help me. Ayula, welcome anyways. to Signal Lessons with G. You're welcome. Anywho, but anyways, no, like. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it, it isn't a small town because I'm I always sorry say to that interrupt you, but you, sorry. Do you know I'm that like video? Wrap my head around this shit, and she's all here like, "Do you know that fucking video about like how fucking Glee?" It's no, it's not in Glee. The one that is from Jimmy Fallon, and then he's singing that, and then Will Will Ferrell, and he's like, "Oh, she's a small town girl." Oh, there's the more people. <laughs> Have you seen that video? No. The fuck, the fuck kind of YouTube like hole <laughs> did you go into at 3 a.m. to find that video? Because I have been through those holes and I have that. not seen that shit. <laughs> it's probably like from 2005. Was it's because Jamie is acting and he's singing with a microphone, and then Will is in the audience and he's like, she's just a small town girl. Oh, where does she leave? Living in an all lonely world. He's like, oh, she was lonely. You have never seen that. No, it's super famous. Well, and he'll continue with the topic. Jesus, what the fuck was I even talking about? <laughs> Anyways, 
Oh yeah. But your parents grew in the same in the old, like small town. No, like we lived in the same town. I mean, we can. What the fuck? We can say it. Valencia, Valencia, Venezuela. Um, Hello, Valencia. Valencia. Um. Anyways, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Not us shouting out Valencia. Adios. 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 Um, con queso. <laughs> today i'm in a very good mood guys even though i have my period today i'm in a hey guys, great welcome, mood welcome i really to am julia's menstrual cycle um anyways <laughs> it's our guest it's our guest for, the, for today's episode i am dead um okay jesus the way we can't concentrate <laughs> Um, we both, I grew up my whole life in Valencia. You, how many years did you live in Valencia? Three? I lived two from 2013 to 2015. So January, whatever, two. 2013 um, and then January for 20. But yeah, but like Valencia is a very, it has a small town feel. It's not a small town, but it has a small town feel. I feel like everyone runs with how the many- same circles. Because it's not... And it's everybody a city. knows each other. Everyone knows each other. And, and like, each other. there's, like, smaller circles and they're like there's, like, cliques. And it's, like, what school did you go to? What fucking, like, last name? What is your last name? Oh, your girl. Name? Where does your dad work? Where the fuck do you live? And it's very, like, I want to be fucking I feel like Beverly it's very Hills classes. Hollywood in like, that type sense. bitch but it's like huh, flaca you live in Valencia <laughs> bebe you mean that? this isn't is Calabasas is not, okay this is not, not keeping up with the Kardashians fucking tone it down this ain't LA this ain't LA this ain't Hollywood <laughs> you are not running with like fucking celebrities up in this bitch you might have what 4,000 followers on Instagram great for you go the fuck off like you know but <laughs> let's fucking tone it down but yeah, if, like if people, it makes you t- if it makes you go to sleep, it's good. Yeah. If it makes you happy, mama, all the more power to it. But yeah, like it's a small town feel. Everyone knew everyone's business, whether you wanted people to know it or not. So it became mm-hmm. at least it like nurtured in my you know life. I don't know if it also nurtured it for you in those two years that you were there, or it like added to whatever other life experiences you had before. But I feel like Latino communities are somewhat similar. I feel like it's very different because before that I was in Mexico and in Mexico, it's kind of like the same energy and vibe. But Mm -hmm. since I lived in Mexico City, it's huge. Exactly. Of course, the ratio is... In Caracas, you know? Because like in Caracas, yes, people do know their close friends and like closer people's business. I feel like that's normal. Mm -hmm. But since it's such a big... Well, it's the fucking capital and it's like bigger you know you you can really like go under the radar if you wanted to you know in valencia it's a little harder and it's like you can yeah, you can yeah. easily like know feel, your every move exactly and it's you can easily feel left out you know you know what i mean yeah i know 100 percent what you mean and after i feel like it's it's a different experience i mean it is bad for me but at the same yeah. time I mean, we usually went the same places, you know? I and went also, yeah, from my house to, to school then. Yeah, it's just the same plan all over again and doesn't get out of the equation. And that's kind of... It always bothered me a little bit because I've, I always, I've always been thinking a little bit out of the box. Mm. I'm a very experimental person in the sense that I like new experiences. And since I've yeah. been moving a lot, I feel like that makes sense with my profile today. 
Like yeah. after a while I get, it's not like I get tired. You crave new experiences. I feel like I do not like to be a long time, like more place. than three years. I feel like it's enough in the same place. Yeah, I feel that. So, like, so then since I, I was two years in Valencia and then I moved to Bogota and Bogota. it's kind of, it was Bogota, mi gente, Bogota. amazing. Love that city. But it, it was the same experience. Nice and I feel like, I like us studying, and I feel like us studying in uh, in American high school. Our school also I played mean, a big part, but yeah, I, like, but this- I can only relate to my own experience. I can't, I don't know if it would have been different if I went to like another like normal Venezuelan school, you know? Yeah, but let me, let me get to the point of the American school. Because the thing is... Okay. Because in a Latino country, when you go to an American school, is because you're, a, for let's say like that, you're a, like um. Oh, you're one hundred percent privileged. You're fucking privileged. Yeah, I was privileged. looking for that. I was like, you were, you're pri- you're privileged. So they look at you with different eyes. And then when I moved to Colombia, it was the same. It was the same thing. And then at least my school, of course, there was exceptions, but yeah. like I only knew people from my school. So, like, Same. when you told people that you met that were not from your school, and you were like, oh, where do you study? And I was like, oh, I'm from CNG. And they was like, oh, you're from CNG? Ooh, the and same thing happened. They had mm. that tone. Yeah, that you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, I know, I know it's a, and I know that is a bubble, because my school was a bubble. Like, we lived Same. inside of a bubble. But Same. I choose not to be in the pattern of the bubble yeah you know and that's what my theater teacher in school used to tell me she was like it's very because we use uniform up there as well yeah and she was like when we have um uh free of dress code fridays we i always i always was i was in overalls or i went like with a little um like dress with like tights or whatever like i was different on the way that i styled myself i've always been i mean yeah you've always been a little different like outside the norm of like how yeah i don't know like like following rules for say like that in terms of how i dress he's a rebel i'm not a rebel in that sense because like a rebel (laughs) it's just something i said okay I just remember that I'm just fucking going like, <laughs> I'm a rebel. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> Anywho, Anyways. and then she used to tell me, because I mean, when there was out of dress code days, um, mm-hmm. people used, they were out of the uniform, but they went with their other uniform that was leggings, yeah, Uggs, like, and a sweater. Everyone looks the same, even though it's not a uniform per se. Exactly. And it was yeah. like, if it was not a sweater, it was an Uniqlo jacket. So it was like from one uniform to another. To another. And it was never like that. And it was yeah. like, when she told me, I was like, it is amazing that you're still out of the pattern. And you're like the only one that does that in out of dress code days. And I was like, Thanks. that is such a great compliment. Thanks. I'm dead with But you. yeah, and I've always felt like that. And I feel like that was the, the time that I was like, I'm going to study fashion design. But I've and always felt from you that you've not really cared what other people think of you. Like to a to a hundred percent. Obviously, everyone cares at some point in their life, at some percentage about what other people care about like i feel about like you, i hide it maybe that might be it like i always I feel like felt, i hide it too well i always felt like oh i do care what other people think about me and that's like you know being raised where i was raised being in the school where i was you know put in and then also like my own insecurities you know like i feel like everyone's insecurities play into who you should think about what other people like think about you because that's 1, what makes you it deems you acceptable or not acceptable in like the group that you're in and as like a human being your tribe is literally like survival 
I've been reading this fucking yeah. book that's like, what's it called? Sapiens? What's it called? Sapiens, is it? Oh, oh. I've seen yeah. it in the airplane of a guy that was, he was cute. It's, and, but, and I was like, oh, that book looks interesting. And then he turned you, around and was like, so what are you the reading? book and it is interesting. <laughs> not, but I, I did not. I, I am not shy, but with guys, it's, mm-hmm. it's just. Um, but no. Well, that's not the point good. of today. But uh-huh. It's good. Anyone, anyone who wants to read it, it's a good book, but it's long as fuck and it's dense. It's not, it's like one of those books that you can't just like read a chapter and like go on with your day you have to like look at it analyze it and be like oh shit that was how neanderthals lived like fuck and shit like that so it but it's good yeah. i've been it's taken me a long time to read it though because school and other things that i mean yeah vibes. Anyways, i've been trying to find a time to read vibes but yeah it's just like and then i moved here i mean i've always like towards the point where i was graduating when i was like graduating high school I like got to a point where I was like I don't really care what other people think and like if I'm in this social circle if I'm in that social circle if I'm invited to this or if I'm not invited to that like I stopped caring I feel like I cared a lot more when I was younger and I feel like that just comes with like puberty and growing up but then I feel like it's it's like how you gain um maturity you know exactly you start experiences different stuff no, and and you then start you try to like to, you start seeing things in other with you other start eyes, you weighing know? things by like importance you know it's like oh thousand percent maybe i didn't get you know or maybe i'm not the most f- popular girl in my grade but like i have these like two friends that are very valuable to me and, you know that's another thing the the little groups the in clicks school, like ah uh, the cults <laughs> <laughs> and the worst part is but, that i always deemed myself as like you know, not the most popular bitch in my, in my, like my school, but also like, now that I think back to it, I fucking jumped around from click to click, like no other. And then it's like in my, I feel like it was more in my mind. I feel like that you was You know my what's thing. the thing? I like talking to everyone. And I Same. like, there's an expression in, uh, in Portuguese that speaking through my elbows because I speak so much that even my sí. elbows speak to people. In Spanish, in Spanish. Hablando con las paredes. Uh, no, que, que está hablando por, hasta por los codos. Creo que, I feel like yeah. that's a phrase. In, in Portuguese, in Portuguese, yeah, I feel like, I didn't know that like in Spanish, Spanish. Was the same thing, I feel like I've heard that. Yeah. I haven't heard it in English. So I've always Spanish, been but. that type of girl, but it's because I've been, I moved a lot so much. So I had, I was always the new girl. Yeah. So that you had, had to make to friends. Make new friends. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like for me, it was easy. And in a way, but when you say that, I did not like really show that I gave a fuck about what people were thinking. I feel like I hide it. I used to hide it way too well. I just felt like you because- were so outgoing because like, you know, our school in Valencia, it didn't really have like that whole like drama scene and like creative people scene, you know? It was more so like, oh, you either did sports or you got good grades or you did sports and got good grades and that was it. Like theater and all of that was more low key. And you were very like for it and you were like, I'm gonna be like a fucking cheerleader and then I'm gonna be like a fucking like I'm gonna be on like I forgot I was a cheerleader. <laughs> and like the cheerleader thing was new. And people were like, what the fuck are these people doing? And it's like, you (laughs) didn't really care. But I feel like in a way, it's because you were that new girl. And you were allowed to, like, be a different person if you wanted to every time you moved, you know? Where, like, the people who grew up in that school, you, like, form, like, a personality and a persona in that school where you're like, oh, shit, I can't shift from this, you know? Sort of thing. I feel like... 
let me tell you what happened. Because in Mexico, I was always the athlete girl, you know? Okay. Because I played tennis since I was six, and I was playing tennis until I was 15, and my life was dedicated to tennis. I've always yeah. been into arts. And then, like, when I was, like, in second grade, I was always the girl that was dancing in, like, school ceremonies that I was, like, every Friday we had an assembly, and I did, like, okay. dance presentations. So I was Dead. the girl that danced. And then it was, like, the girl that wanted to be Willy Wonka, which I was. And then I went from that to totally you Wait, what about, like, you wanted to be Willy Wonka? <laughs> Not because <laughs> we had a theater show, uh, and I was okay. Willy Wonka. <laughs> I could just imagine you with really short hair, a bang, and then like these big ass glasses <laughs> and a hat. Dead. Dead. Uh, dead. <laughs> that would have been a meme, you know. It would be great. It would be amazing. Great. Anywho. Yeah, I would have. But anyhow, and then I went from that and then I went totally dedicated to tennis because I wanted to be a professional tennis player. I don't know where mm-hmm. I got that idea from, but I feel like since it was... It was a dream. It's a family sport and my, my brother was getting towards graduation and he wanted to... He right. was going to do that. And I was like, I might as well do that. Tennis, and then... Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he went... Like, he he had a scholarship, like, for playing tennis. Like, his university was a scholarship by... Okay. As an athlete. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Like, I did that. So I never went... I mean, I went to, like, parties and all because, I mean, it was a small school and it was it was what you do. But on Fridays, yeah. since I was so dedicated to my training, I trained from, like, from Monday to Friday, I trained three hours of tennis. So it was three hours in court and then we had, like, one hour of physical training that was, like, I don't know, uh, sprints and then it was, like, other exercises or whatever. Yeah, you, and then you, on Fridays, you, you prioritized that over going out or whatever over socializing yeah and yeah. then in this sense and on fridays it was when i, I got really like why am i doing this because mm-hmm. on fridays i trained for two hours and then i did one hour of um swimming because it was good for my breathing and then i had yoga class in the end of friday so if i wanted to do plans Jesus. with my friends it's like unconsciously you four hours after so i'm gonna be tired but like you know, I, I will not see you on Friday. So <laughs> yeah, but maybe Saturday. I, it Who was knows? my, but on Saturday I also trained. So it was like my oh, life was dedicated wow. to tennis. Bye. <laughs> see you in school. So then I had, so then it was, it, I got to a point when, when I went to tournaments, one kid, I don't remember his name right now, but it doesn't matter. But one kid came up to me and was like, why do you even go to tournaments if you never win? Jesus. The fuck? That day. That day <laughs> The way that I screamed in the middle of the class to him, wow. And people were like, she got mad. I never get mad. And when I get mad, I get mad. Yeah. I'm like, who the fuck do you think you are to tell me those things to my face? Because I was super dedicated. And the thing that Mm -hmm. led me to stop playing tennis, I got frustrated because I trained so hard and I never won like a tournament. But in a way, it was like a blessing in in disguise because... No, 100% because I grew as an athlete and today for me, it's good. Yeah. You know? So it's like, ooh, and, and you know, it was a great. It was a shitty well. thing to say and, at that point. No, no doubt. I mean, but like, kids are shitty. Let's kids are shitty. Period. Yeah, kids can be shit. They can be little shits. Um, fuck them kids. <laughs> but and then that's why I feel like I stopped. I started hiding that I not cared, but I did care. You know. Okay. Well, yeah. I feel like we all deep but, down, but then care. In a way. Yeah, no, of course we all dip down and do care. But I feel like a turning point really was when I started leaving by myself in Milan. And yeah. I feel like I couldn't once care you leave less. high school and like 
You have to see these people every single day. So you're forced to sometimes even make friends just because you see them every day. And it's like, you're put into this like sort of environment where you're like, okay, bubble. you know, you, yeah, it's a sort of bubble. bubble. So like, once you leave that, you're like, oh shit, I am. There's more no one, time. but I am also my everything. Like I have to take care of myself. I have to do everything for myself, but also I'm not that big a deal. Like there's so many other people, you know? So it's like, and at the end of the day, you're the only one who cares about your insecurities as much. Exactly. You so know? it's like people whoa, will not care that shift. much. No, people do not. People are so busy worrying about themselves and like what they look with this on and what, you know, today their fucking hair looks weird. And then shit, they got a pimple or like their fucking lips are chapped. I don't know. They fucking gained five pounds. Who the fuck knows? And they're so worried about their own inner monologue that they won't be giving a shit if you're, I don't know. I mean, of course, like humans comment on it, but it's not like they're caring all the time about your problems. Yeah. It's like, and also it's just like, why would you even care what other people think about you? You know, it's like, and that's the thing I I talk about this with, um, with Daniel, not your brother, (laughs) my best friend. Every time you say Daniel, I'm like my brother. I know. That's why I'm saying and (laughs) specifying this because Danny, my best friend, he we, we always talk about this like we wanted to we were like we're gonna move to la and i'm going to film a movie and you're gonna be the 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 oh, main actress called? the costume mm-hmm. no well that too yeah. because you know i'm the i'm the protagonist but <laughs> yeah. i'm going to do the costume designing mm-hmm. and whatever and then we always talk about this every time we talk on facetime he's like I'm so glad that we didn't change our personalities after we moved from high school because we never were a fake version of ourselves. We just didn't explore it as much as we did because we're out of that. I feel like that's what happens to to people who continue to live in that bubble. They become like a watered down version of everyone else, you know? Yeah, because you only have the perspective, so you don't know anything else. And I feel like that's the beauty of living other places. You don't even need to move to another country. Just move to another city. Yeah. You just change the perspective because people are so different from 100 kilometers away from where you are. 1, it's that amazing. 1,000%. And, 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 and that's the thing that I talked with, to him about. It's like, we, we are this pe- like we're this people that just trying to find really this don't quote. we couldn't care less we couldn't care less because i mean at the end of the day if i'm happy with who i am today it's great and that's and that's when i do jokes to myself and a lot of them and and that's the amazingness of being human literally and the you know this i love that you can do for like your self-esteem or like whatever is to talk to yourself it's the literal best oh, thing that you can do it's, it's weird so at first because it's like the fuck am I doing talking to myself? Am I crazy? Am I fucking crazy? But it's like, I don't know. You you think things out and like you become, it's sorry, cliche, but like you become your own best friend because I laugh at myself and my jokes all the time, all the but, fucking and, time. And that's the thing. If you I don't find laugh, myself that's so funny. All, oh, me too. I always say that I should be a comedian and I don't say that joking. I really say that and I, I do mean, believe it. But the, vibes. <laughs> but the point is that if you don't believe those things about yourself, then, then like who will? I mean, you're right. the one who needs to love their, love yourself the way that you do and, and do the things for yourself. And that's the, that's the art of not giving a fuck. And I love what? that book. Have you read? You have read the book. Yeah, I read it. You read it. 
Ooh, I read it I last recently, year. I, I read it last I, year, mid pandemic. Big anxiety, like coming over me. One of like the lowest po- points in my life. And I was like, let me read mm-hmm. this book. Keep in like mind that I started this book a year before, like I actually read it. Like I read like the first chapter because I bought it in the States. And then I came here, I read the first chapter and then like I started school. And so like, I was like so busy with school that I forgot about the book. And like, it was like put in like a drawer somewhere. And then we were like in the middle of a pandemic. I had nothing else to do. I was like, I might as well read. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me start this book. That book changed my mindset a lot. And then it also like, it like reinforced things where I was like, who should I be caring? Because I was always told like, you know, you don't know who you're going to run into. You don't know what people are going to say about you. You can't act like this because what will people think? So it's like when seeing someone else. Hay que portarse bien. And it's also like, not only like your parents, because I remember so much. This is very American though. And since we went to an American school, we like our mindset was built on you're going to go to an American university. And then American universities care so much about what the fuck you do. It's like, you know, who the fuck cares? They're all like, we want to know what you do. And then like in like um, high school, like college counseling, they would always be like, you can't post this on social media because what would people think? And then like, you know, you have to be this perfect little like shit so that you can go to like this perfect little like university and then like spend, you know, upwards of like $150,000 on a college education where you essentially get a piece of paper because you just went to study business. And then you're going to go back to your country. And, you know, work at your parents, like, fucking company or something. So it's just, like... Oh, and, and then I get to the... Oh, you start so to think absolutely everything you do in terms... Because this I see more. I didn't really give a shit about that. But, like, I, I saw it so much in my little cousin who was, like, oh, I wanted to go... She lived in the States, so it was even more competitive. Because as an international student, you have a sort of, like, edge on everyone else. But she was, like, going into school as, like... Because I'm international. Because I'm international. I've been through shit, you know? But she was... <laughs> but it is like, true. It's true. But, like, she was going in and applying as, like, an in, you know, in the U.S. type of person. It was an in-state, but, like, I don't know how to call it. And she was, like, so much, like, overthinking. She had an out, like, outside of you know, school, like college counselor. And it would always be like, you have to go to this, 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 you have to do these like clubs, you have to fucking like, and you overthink absolutely everything you do, because you think if you fuck up once, that's it, that's your life over, like, you might as well, I don't know, live under (sighs) a bridge, you know, die in a ditch. And it's like, no, Uh, we have to fuck up. And we have to make mistakes in order to grow. And that was one thing that I was like, it really was hammered into me this year where I was like, wait, hold up. I'm allowed to make mistakes and keep on going. You know, before and I Hannah used to Montana be like, said that before and Montana said that life isn't perfect and you just got to work it again and again till you get it right. You know, <laughs> like bars, Ugh. honestly, the amount, you know, was the thing. And that thing's like, what are people going to think? And that's something that's so implemented in oh, 1000%. Wait, what? And you know, what's the thing? The thing with Hannah Montana is that, when she said that, that everybody makes mistakes and going back to what college counselor said to you, that what are people going to think? It's mm-hmm. the, it's, it goes back to my point from the first episode where I said that 
I didn't start my YouTube channel before because I was so scared of what people were going to think of. Yeah. Like, who the fuck is that little girl trying to make videos in the internet? Yeah. And at the end of the day, that's how the biggest YouTubers today did. No, and at the end of the day, and no one starts anything, absolutely anything, knowing what the fuck like they're doing 100% of the time. 1000%. Like, no and no I, you see careers what, of like big 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 like star celebrities, businessmen, businesswomen, business people, um whatever like dogs. but like all these like big names, you see their careers at the start and it's like mm-hmm. what the fuck are you doing? And then it's like no, you have to start off, you have to make these mistakes in like whatever you're doing, your career, your life, etc. And then, like, those mistakes will lead you to, you know, have future opportunities where you're like, no, 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 I know how this works, and this is how we're going to do shit. And then you start building your confidence in whatever craft you're, like, in, and you start getting better at things. It's just starting to, like, not be afraid to fail and not giving a shit if you do fail and you do fuck up and people laugh at you or, like, whatever. It's like, you know, you're human. You know how many... You know how many people stopped following me on Instagram when I started like posting like, the story so much of yeah. my life in Italy? Girl, oh. I cannot tell you like all of this fake people that just pretended to be my friend. And I was like, 1000%. It's, it, it, it's so much like, I feel like the energy in my Instagram today is so much lighter. Because yeah. I know that people that like follow me today, I know that they care of what i say and i know sometimes i talk a lot i don't even people sometimes no, but like, i cannot even I also feel myself like it's also before when you were in high school and especially us that we grew up with social media you follow mm. everyone you know in high school and you like you know now or you remotely see them in a hallway and you're like i know who they are but have i ever spoken to them no but like no follow but i followed them on instagram <laughs> because we go to the same school you know because yeah, that's 100%. how like we started instagram like it, it it, it's what it is. It's like Facebook. And yeah, but like I actually started Instagram well. in Venezuela. Same. Well, obviously. But like, no, mentira. <laughs> <laughs> no, I started Instagram during a summer when I was in the States. I remember this. It was like 20. Look at her. All international. Wow. You know it, bitch. Anyways. Yeah. Um, The filters at the beginning of Instagram and like the sharing. Girl, the way we edited the pictures. No, and the way... You like shared absolutely random shit. Like you see an apple, and you would be like, "I'm gonna take a picture of this, throw three filters <laughs> on it, put a dumbass caption on it, and share it." And people would like that shit. That was a fun era. I that know. Was, I know. That was That's a fun era because you would you would share the most like weird pictures that made no sense. You know. And that's Anyways. the great thing about it. Because you didn't care. And that's you the didn't care. You because didn't give a fuck. That's the amazing no thing. Instagram has become so like edited and like eh, you have to make a brand. Not us also making a brand and thinking about it every fucking Yeah, well, I mean it oh. makes sense because if you want in terms of marketing now getting into that, like it's visually more appealing for the client when yeah. you have an organized feed and you know that it's it's selling it's selling you a story by the way the feed looks. Yeah, 100%. You know? But, like, but anyway. personal accounts, I feel like it shouldn't be so planned. No, but, like, like what I'm going back to when you're saying that a lot of people unfollowed you, I also recently, 
in terms like in part for my mental health, but in part because I was seeing these people on my feed and I genuinely, it's not that I have anything against them, but I haven't spoken to them in five plus years and ages, I could yeah. not give a shit what they're doing in their life. All of them, them, like love and light to you, BB, but I do not care what you're doing. And so I stopped following these people, not because I have anything against them, but because I, I don't want to see them on my feed because I don't care. And so, yeah. And, and that's I also okay. If someone did that to me. If they're like, I haven't spoken to you in, I don't know, five years plus, I don't know. Not even in like, I haven't spoken to you in two years. And they would be like, yeah. I could give a shit what you're doing. But like, no, you know, no hatred towards you. I just don't care. I would be like, go right ahead and follow me. You know, I would do the same. Yeah. So in, in a sense, like the other day, I did a massive, massive unfollow on on Instagram and it just a it huge leads, clean up. Yeah, it leads clean to a better up, clean up everybody. Where's that from? Preschool? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's from somewhere. It's from fucking yeah. preschool. I am dead. It's from Anywho, fucking continue. kindergarten where you would be like, okay, motherfuckers, let's clean the fuck up. Let's sing the clean up song. And you would be like, clean up, clean up. Wow, that took me back. I just had like <laughs> yeah, a full on like out of body experience. Put me back into like kindergarten, CIC kindergarten. Amazing. Wow, well, I was not in CIC kindergarten, but go off. But yeah, no, and in a sense, you become well. One, your feed becomes more tailored to you and what you want to see because mm-hmm. social media does breed comparison in like a bigger sense. You know, I've before, always hated comparison. Before you used to like, I don't know, when my mom was young, she could compare herself if she actually like spoke to the person and like the person actually told them what they're doing. Or if someone else came up to them and they were like, you know, fucking Maria was doing this and she could be like, ah, shit, I haven't done that. And now she's comparing herself. But now you have a phone and you have social media and you have people posting the highlights of their life and you can be like, oh, shit, fucking Maria is doing this she just graduated i don't i haven't graduated yet and so you start comparing yourself and that leads to just caring not caring in a bad way but like just being like holy shit i'm behind you know and then you're like holy holy shit maria graduated and i haven't maria fucking maria's fucking getting married and I'm out here. Oh thinking. my god, the marriages and the engagements and people having babies. We're getting to that stage, no. and I'm getting to the people <laughs> in the stage that we. Well, first, yeah. Second of all, <laughs> we wish, <laughs> we wish, we were there in a way, kind no, of. No, fuck no, I do not want to get. <laughs> Fucking wrap me into your fucking whatever the fuck that is. I don't don't want that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, but the point is that it's not Uh like we wanted that, but like we want a relationship. That's what I mean. Oh no, I don't. I don't. mm. The other day I was watching Sex in the City. You know that. That's that's on you. The other. Listen, there's moments. There's moments where I'm like, wow. I would love a secure relationship. That would be great. Like the monotony of it. Ooh, chef's kiss. But the other day I was watching, I was rewatching Sex in the City, the series, not the movies, but the series. Ugh. And also amazing. But Amazing. Um, I have no comments for that TV I have, show. I love it. But then and I the realized fashion. they are 30. They're in their early 30s. And I'm out here in my early 20s worried about like when i'm gonna have like a you know fucking 
real relationship. I'm like, girl, vamos a calmarnos. You don't need to be fucking married. Vamos a calmarnos. You don't need to get fucking married at 23. But wait, if you do want to get married, go the go fuck off. off. I have friends who are getting married. Go the fuck off. But me personally, I cannot stand anyone for that long. So let me get married in my mid-30s. Because that will give me... Also, and if you are getting married and you're my friend, please invite me. I love weddings. Thanks. With you. You. Hey, guys, I'm using my podcast to shout out all my friends (laughs) who are getting married because I need an invitation. I don't care where (laughs) it is. It could be halfway across the world. I will be there with my COVID test ready. And my dress. Well, hopefully we're Steve. over this pandemic, but you know. I mean, the parabola seems like it's here so to it's taking another turn. <laughs> she seems like, like she's getting comfy, you know? She's like, I'm going to sit in here. I'm going to fucking like twirl my fucking tea. Let me just get comfortable. But no. Yeah, 1000%. Um, I just feel like everyone, and this is like oversaid, but like everyone is on their path of life. You mm-hmm. need to worry about your own and how that looks for you and how you're like, okay, I'm comfortable that I'm like in this stage of life or like, no, wait, I don't want to be in this stage of life. I actually want to, you know, I don't know. I, I want to be single or I want to have a relationship or I want to do that, but like do that on your own terms and not on everyone else's terms because everyone oh, else is yeah, busy don't, on, in don't their life. Like, and how they're living their life and how they think it's best to live their life. That's also a thing. Like another aspect of like me not giving a fuck is just like, when did I invite all these people to have an opinion of how I live my life? Because oh, fuck, I did not invite you in. Get the fuck out. Like, like if you are not paying my bills, get the fuck out. Oh, get the yeah. fuck out. Because, and that's on the, that, that for me today, it's more on the way that I dress. It's not like it's okay. the most random and weird way that yeah, I but dress. It's a way no. of expressing yourself. It's it's a way that I like to express. So I have I can have a very street style outfit, or I can have a very feminine, a very girly outfit. I can go from eight to eighty in zero seconds. Zero seconds. But the thing is that sometimes my mop comes to me and it's like you're wearing that to work and I'm like I'm wearing this yeah. to work because I can <laughs> and I don't mean it in a bad way but because wait, now I'm used to it oh my god because how did you did you watch that first um class no you didn't I don't you watched the second I, one the fashion and like, yeah. okay mm-hmm. in the first class they were talking and this is me going way like like loop like over the topic because this is a deep one but like I'm saying it very like briefly um mm-hmm. but you know how people say oh there's like basics there's fucking basics like we have to uh, dress the same or like there's like a way to dress for the office it's like oh I hate that dog who the fuck told you that that was the only fucking way like who told you that you can come here and be like you know what this is the only way that we can dress for the office because this is the only way that we're going to show that we're professional. I'm sorry. Like, who was the one who defined who that? Who said that? Mm-hmm. Who, who thought of that? And they were, like, talking about how, like, in a way, this is very, like, I'm really, like, not going deep into this because it's, this could be another ta- podcast. And also, I was a student. I briefly listened and I do not know enough to be speaking about it. But they were, like, it's a way of colonialism where 
you know, when people came, Europeans came over to the Americas, they colonized in a way to have these, you know, the, the, the people that were already living here, um, mm-hmm. standardized. Natives. Yeah. The natives, they were like standardized. They want them to dress the same as the Europeans. So in a way that's colonialism, not because Europe came in and was like, you have to dress like this, but just because like you want to standardize how we dress at the office or with basics, you want to standardize how we dress on a day to day. This is so deep. The fuck, if you want to fucking wear a ball gown in the middle of the fucking day, because you felt like it, who the fuck is going to tell you that you can't the fuck off. Like, the only thing I'm against personally is when people are out here wearing fur or like shit that's like, bro, you really going to like do that? But then that's me and my personal values. I'm not going to go up to another person and be like, what the fuck are you doing wearing fur? Take that the fuck off because it could be. Yeah, I mean, and that and that's when I get with something that Darian Lean said, me repeating to yourself, Darian is the co-host. The guy from, that's Zac Efron? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's not Zac Efron. Sorry. He's the co-host of Zac Efron. He's like, Yeah. So yeah. Darren, in a podcast that I listened from a friend of mine, mm-hmm. he said, he was talking about veganism and that he's been vegan like for 17 years and all. Yeah. He was like, the thing is that I would love for everybody to be a vegan. Yeah. But who the fuck am I to, to be tell like, people what to do and what not to do? Of course, I would love if they ask me questions about veganism, I will answer Amazing. all the questions that they have. Because you're but educated at the same here, point, right? Exactly. But I am not going to force an opinion that is mine for you to have that same opinion about what I believe on. And I stand to that sentence in everything that I do in my life today. Yeah. Because that's the, that's the point of everything. Like I am planting seeds on the way that I think that if you like it, you can water and it can make a flower. Because the thing is we're bound to make mistakes. We also put like ourselves on a level where it's like, for example, you, you want to be like, okay, I want to be sustainable. Obviously Mm -hmm. you're not going to be sustainable in absolutely every single thing because you're learning, you know? But if we do, for example, if we're going to talk about sustainability, sustainability, if we do one thing to be more sustainable, for example, you buy the like reusable silicone like little Ziploc bags instead of buying plastic Ziploc bags and throwing them away each time. You're doing mm-hmm. that little, you know, like little grain of salt step. to you're, help you're a, little a little step. step. Or if you, I don't want to be vegan, but then you're like, you know what? One time, one day a week, I'm going to be vegan that one day. Go off, you know? It's it, like you don't have to go from like, I'm a meat avid meat eater to vegan in order to be sustainable or whatever. It's just a little step. And that's the same with like not caring. It's like not, you're not going to be a hermit and go live in like the middle of an island, not know anyone, not see anyone, go off social media and be like, I do not want anyone in my life. No, <laughs> but you're going to be but no, <laughs> you're just going to be like, you know what? If I want to wear this fucking, I don't know, blue jumpsuit, fuck it. I'm going to wear this blue jumpsuit. As long as it's not offending anyone. Because you can wear shit that will offend anyone, like a graphic to you or something that's like offensive or like misappropriating other cultures and shit. But, you know, if you're you're not doing anything to directly offend anyone or harm anyone, no one else's business. In the way you live your life and who you love and what you eat and what you wear, 
in i don't know and, and here i feel like i feel like this kind of wrap up the episodes by saying that i always tell my that when he says like because you know this is not right or whatever like in whatever situation not something specific but then mm-hmm. my mom and i always turn up to him and say but what is the right thing yeah and what is the wrong thing who yeah. was the one who defined that in any form or circumstance one thousand in general who told you that this is right and that's wrong? Yeah, and and who said that that was what that was right? And who said that? that I know that I know right. that there's ways that we are educated so that we can follow a path that is the correct path. But it's yeah. more like just for you to know a line to continue, then you can just choose to another line. But there's no such thing as right or wrong on the way that you eat or the way that you dress or in everything. Everything in is anything. a balance, and and everything right and wrong is. is- of like human made thought process it's a balance and and the thing thing that i that i say if we were always right we wouldn't be here to live the experiences that we live in because that would be like oh i already learned what i have so we were not we would not be alive anymore yeah so i feel like we would not we would not yeah. we would just be human race would be stagnant if all of us were the same if all of us did the same things if all of us dressed the same thing it would be stagnant it would be monotonous we would not do anything it'd be sad yeah. actually it would be, it would be um, it would awful there's so many crazy people in this world that i love ah they're all great dude like ah, girl we the crazy crazier, the better, this. to be honest the crazy crazy the crazy the wow. cool. um but yeah like just to you but then you again do. but then again what is crazy and what is not crazy? Exactly. Ha. Huh. So let's wrap up with that because mm-hmm, yeah. let's let you thinking about this for a while. Let's you marinate. Marinate it. But yeah, guys, I hope that you like this little episode of not giving a fuck about shit, even though sometimes we do because we're only human. Um, um, and isn't if that you- like a Jonas Brothers song? Isn't only human a Jonas Brothers Isn't that song? like a Michael Jackson song? <gasps> I'm sorry. I mean, I know that. I know that the Jonas Brothers have one song of like that, but I feel like it, it was comes more from recent. It was more. It, I don't know. I don't know their discography. Okay. Um, but anyway, don't anyway. forget to follow us on social media. Uh, that's at Friend Talks on TikTok and at Friend Talks Podcast on Instagram. Yeah. And subscribe to our podcast because it helps us and people will find this. Please rate it. It helps other people find Please it. Rate it. Yeah. Um, if you want to give it five you know, stars, I mean go off well you not to you know but yeah also subscribe wherever you get your podcasts because it does it does help other people find it and yeah and we see you next thursday yeah we'll see you next with another crackheadery episode (laughs) oh my god (laughs) i mean am i wrong are you looking gonna look at me and tell me that i'm wrong (laughs) you know look at me and tell me that i'm wrong okay bye oh my god (laughs) bye guys (laughs) Bye!